0: Love Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Tuesday, April the 25th. And welcome to our commentary. A couple of topics today. We're going to talk a little bit about the mayor of New York City, who's not a very happy man uh, at the moment. And we'll talk about that. And we're also going to talk about President Biden, who, I guess, issued a video, released a video uh, letting us letting us know that he's running for re-election. So we'll talk about a, a rather bizarre message in that video. And the message is vote for me because the other guy's is terrible. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to work. Uh uh, this time around, but that's uh, the message. Well, before we get into uh, Mayor Adams of New York City and President Biden and whatever message he had in that video, I just want to say a couple of things about Tucker Carlson. The whole country is talking about this, and especially uh, on our side of the aisle, we're talking a great deal about it. Look, Don Lemon, as I mentioned yesterday, Don Lemon, he was fired because he wasn't getting any ratings. That's That's why he was fired he simply didn't bring any ratings to the network. CNN, nobody's bringing ratings to CNN, and Don Lemon was just one that they they could afford to terminate and I, as I said, I wouldn't be surprised if there's another one out there at CNN because nobody nobody's watching that network and that of course is a problem because if nobody watches you, of course your advertisers are not going to be happy. That was not the case of Tucker Carlson. He had an audience. Uh, But, you know, for whatever reason, uh, Fox News didn't want to keep him. And I don't want to get into that because I'm not really that familiar with the details. But I can tell you this. I can tell you this with total, complete certainty. Tucker Carlson is coming back. And like Bill O'Reilly, like Glenn Beck, like uh, Lou Dobbs, and other people who have, let's, let's say, gone out and started their own agencies. I think you're going to see Tucker Carlson coming back. Now, it may not be the exact 60-minute show that he had at Fox because that takes a lot of resources, obviously, and he's probably not going to have all the resources that he had at Fox News. But I can see him back on a 30-minute, on a podcast-type uh, situation, videocast-type situation, without the commercial restrictions that you have on regular television. This is the beauty of a videocast or a podcast, that you don't have those commercial uh, responsibilities. I mean, you, you, you have to produce, of course, I know that. But it's not like, you know, your, your show has to be 22 minutes and eight minutes of commercials or whatever the formula is. When you're doing this kind of videocast or podcast, you design it any way you want to. So if you want to take it a little longer, you can do that. Uh, with a podcast, and I I think that Tucker Carlson is actually going to be very good in this kind of a format, so I expect him, uh, hopefully by the end of the year, uh, to be back on his feet, operating on his own, and getting ready to be uh, a player in the 2024 election. We need his voice in the 2024 election, so that's what I expect. He's going to come right back, and he's going to do very well and that's going to be uh, the next chapter of Tucker Carlson. Now, what happens to some of the other people at Fox News? What happens to Fox News? Your guess is as good as mine. The reality is that the cable news business, if you look at the numbers that they're putting up in terms of ratings, they're not as good as they used to be because, frankly, the audience of cable news is an older audience, and there's, you know... Other options, uh, particularly with the young people who are doing more on the iPhone and that kind of thing. So I think the future of cable news is not what it used to be. And I think you'll see cable news, uh, you know, in a sense, uh, going into the next stage where they're just not going to be reaching as many people as they have in the past. And you're going to see the emergence of all these independent podcasters or videocasters like Bill O'Reilly on his own, like Glenn Beck on his own. And I think pretty soon you'll see uh, Tucker Carlson come back in that fashion. So he'll he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Tucker Carlson is going to be fine. And in fact, it, it might even be better for the kind of format or the kind of show that he likes to do or the kinds of topics that he likes to cover. He may be better off coming back uh, on his own and and just setting it up by uh, anyway, any way uh, he wants to. So he'll be back. He'll be back. I'm not worried about about Tucker, what happens to everybody else? Your guess is as good as as good as mine. Let's talk about our couple, couple of topics today. One is Mayor Adams of New York City. I have a post over at the American Thinker uh, Tuesday morning talking about this where the mayor of New York City is pretty angry, and he's angry with the federal government over what's happening with these migrants. New York City, of course, has been taking lots of migrants and these people are coming in, they're taxing the city of resources. Uh, you've got people coming in different age groups. You've got to put them, uh, obviously, you got to send them to school. you got to provide health care because they don't have it. I mean, these people are not coming over with private insurance, obviously. And in many cases, the language is a problem, so they cannot just work anywhere. So, And, and most of them don't have visas to work, which is another problem. So the mayor is pretty angry. He's saying this is costing him billion, uh, the city of New York, $4 billion. This uh, project of bringing migrants to New York is costing the city $4 billion. Now, maybe once upon a time when New York City was vibrant and growing and lots of people were moving in, maybe that was a problem that could be handled. But right now, that's not the problem. Uh, In fact, right now, New York City is losing people. Uh, people are moving out. Generally, the people who are moving out are the ones who are paying taxes. So the city is losing its taxpayers, but having more and more people who require government services. And that is an unsustainable situation. So the mayor's angry and he wants the Biden administration to do something about it. Good luck with that. Good luck. Lo- good luck with that, especially in about 30 days or less than 30 days when Title 42 goes off the books. Because then you're going to have more people coming in, and the situation is going to get even more uh, crazy than it is uh, right now. So check out my post over at the American Thinker about the mayor of New York City, who's not a happy person right now. He's not a happy person. A couple of other things are happening to the mayor, too. First of all, he's got a city council that it's an absolute zero, absolute zero. I mean, it's a very left-wing city council who doesn't seem to be interested in solving problems. Uh, So, you know, you got crime out of control. You've got a situation like District Attorney Braggs, who is not prosecuting people. So he's got that local problem. And then when you go to the state level, the situation even gets worse because the governor of New York is not really a great friend of New York City. Uh, She's not a very good governor. Frankly, she's a very weak leader. Uh, The legislature of New York is very leftist. And, you know, seems, you know, caught up in a lot of things that are not very practical. Okay, so just talking about abortion all day long. So what you have is what you have is the poor mayor of New York City is, you know, struggling. He's struggling to make it in a city that, as I say, is losing more and more people every day and not just people. They're losing taxpayers. And that's the key. That's the same problem that California has. California is losing people. Illinois, they're losing people. They're losing taxpayers, and that's worse than losing people. They're losing the people who pay taxes, the people who provide the, the, the jobs and the investments that every every city needs. So Mayor Adams, an angry man at the moment. Now the other big story, of course, and I've got a post about this coming out uh, Wednesday morning, and that is that President Biden has decided to seek reelection. And he's gonna be doing it. He did it by video, which is bizarre. I don't remember the last time that a president announced his reelection by video. Normally, again, I I, I cannot vouch for for what I'm saying, but my memory is that every time a president ran for reelection and I've seen the first Bush, uh, Reagan, uh, the second Bush, Clinton, Obama, um, who else? I can't. I guess Ford, President Ford, although, although that was not technically a reelection, election uh, because he had taken over President Nixon, and then, of course, uh, President Carter. Every one of those that I remember, public speech or a public event, doesn't have to be a big rally, but there was some kind of a public event where he was there surrounded by people. That didn't happen here. He <laughs> recorded this video basically saying, you know, we got to keep the job. We've got to continue doing the job. You know, we cannot go back to those terrible days of the Trump administration. we got to, you know, we got to continue the work. I don't know how well that's going to play, because going back to the terrible days of Trump meant that the gasoline was cheaper and the cost of living was better. But uh, anyway, politics is politics. But if you watch that speech, if you watch the video, he did not say one single thing that he did as president other than talk in very general terms about democracy and saving the country from MAGA and all that kind of garbage. But he didn't specify any one thing that he did. For example, he didn't mention anything about the Inflation Reduction Act, for example. He didn't say any of that. He just basically said, you know, we're here to save the nation from all those terrible people, all those terrible MAGA people who are going to take us to the, I guess, whatever wherever we're supposed to take him. So I don't know if this is going to work considering so many Democrats don't want him to run. I don't think that he can get away in 2024 with what he did in 2020, hiding in in the basement of his house and not answering any questions. I just don't think he can get away with that again this time. Also, if he runs against Trump, people can compare, and that's going to be a big difference. People can compare what he's done compared to what Trump had done. So um, I don't know. I don't know what to say, but I've never seen anything so crazy as doing a video like this that doesn't say about anything you've accomplished. All it does is tell people how bad the other guy is. I don't know. I just don't think that's going to work, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong about that. A couple of things on this day in history. In 1976, it was on this day that Rick Mundy, who was playing center field for the Chicago Cubs, He took the field and he noticed a couple of guys in the corner who were burning an American flag. And Rick uh, went over, grabbed the flag, uh, took the flag away from the guys who wanted to burn the flag. And in the meantime, the security came down and arrested the two idiots who wanted to burn the flag. But uh, Rick Monday on that day, there's a great video of this, by the way, if you check it out on on YouTube. Just put Rick Monday and uh, American flag and you'll see the video how it all happened. It was really, really patriotic on the part of rick monday who was a marine who was a marine uh when he was a young man and on this day 1980 very sad day this is the morning that president carter went on television to tell us that the iran rescue mission they had we had sent some troops into iran with the objective of rescuing the hostages well unfortunately the whole thing failed and uh when they called it off They never even tried it. They got the troops to Iranian territory, but then they called it off. And then when they were picking things up to go back, unfortunately, a helicopter hit another helicopter or hit uh, a plane. And there was a major explosion. And there were eight servicemen who were killed that day. And I just uh, I'm old enough to remember that morning when President Carter went on national TV very early, very early in the morning to announce the tragedy and the loss of eight uh, soldiers that morning trying to rescue the American hostages. I, I think this was the end of the Carter re-election, by the way. I think after this, uh, it was almost impossible for him to be re-elected, not because people were blaming him necessarily for the loss of, of, of the life, because accidents can happen, but it's just it was just a, a symbol of the failure of uh, his leadership, a, a failure that had characterized his entire his entire administration. So on this day in 1980, uh, what a, what a sad morning. I remember that uh, morning quite well. Thank you for listening. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, and we'll talk to you later. Bye bye, everybody.